This is the Daddy Saturday Podcast. All right, everyone, welcome to the Daddy Saturday Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Batt. It is such a pleasure to be with you today to talk about fatherhood, to talk about faith, family, and how to be a more intentional and an engaged dad. I've got an exciting guest. I think he's the youngest guest I've had on this podcast. He's someone that I've been friends with for years, someone that I've admired from a distance and up close. He's a guy who is a family man. He's a pastor. He's an excellent communicator, and I've watched him evolve in that over time. He's an adventure seeker, and he's a retired pro athlete. So we'll have to ask him about that here in a bit. Gage Thompson is my guest today. He's the pastor and student director at Forest Hill Church in Charlotte, North Carolina. Gage is married to his beautiful wife, Kaylee, and they've been married for about five years. They have two daughters. Gage is a girl dad. And Gage, it is so exciting to have you with us here in the podcast today, brother. Look forward to talking. Oh, man, Justin, thank you so much for having me. It, re it really is an honor to be a part, man. The way you have admired and watched or witnessed my growth over the years, I've done the exact same thing. And so I'm honored to get to walk in your footsteps. I've learned so much from you. So thank you for leading the way for the dads around the world. Oh, man, thank you. I appreciate that. Well, you know, Gage, what's one of the things that I've learned probably in a wrong way in my early fatherhood is that I was trying to do it all alone. And, you know, most dads, we don't have a roadmap or a field manual, if you will. And we try to figure this thing out on our own. Ego pride gets in the way. But I've realized that it's through community, it's through working with and talking with and fellowshipping with other fathers that we can all move forward. So tell me a little bit about that as you've been a father now for a couple of years. You're still a young father. Have you found that you've been trying to do this by yourself? Has there been community around you? What has your approach to fatherhood been like? Yeah, man. So that's a great question. And I completely agree. I think there's so much value in doing life together. And I learned that luckily early in my life, even before I was a father. And so growing up, my dad was an addict. Just to give you a little a backstory. My dad was an addict and he was doing the best he could for sure, but he wasn't really super present as a father. And so God really, I feel like put people in my life to kind of become mentors or kind of play that fatherly role. And so literally from the time I was in high school, I had six or seven people in my phone always called uncle blank, uncle blank, you know, and at any time when it came to a life decision or something I was wrestling with or struggling with, I would always reach out to them for that kind of fatherly big brother advice. And so going into becoming a father, I was absolutely terrified. We were really excited, but absolutely terrified because I didn't want to mess it up. I had no idea what I was doing. I mean, you know, my wife and I, we would read all the books and try to prep and plan as best as we could. But like most things, until you're really in the thick of it, that's where you grow the most. And so uh, there was multiple days when I had no idea what I was doing and I would reach out to the people around me. I call it my tribe. So I would reach out to my tribe of people to help guide me and give me advice on how to be a dad. So yeah, I'm, I'm all for the, uh, it takes a village to raise some children kind of uh, motto. I love that, that concept of having multiple uncles in your phone. Um, I think most of us can relate to that, right? I mean, all of us had uh, people that were either friends of the family or others that poured into us that were kind of that uncle role. And that's a cool spot to be. But, you know, at the same time, that the role of the father is obviously meant to be that that leader, that, that figurehead in the family. And the fact is, as you've alluded to in your own relationship with your dad growing up, 
many of us, um, many kids today, don't have an active and a present father in their life. And it can be a result of a lot of things, and that can be a challenge. What are some of the ways, Gage, that in your early relationship with your dad that you now looking back as a father yourself maybe impacted you based on um, the role of the father in your life growing up? Yeah, so like I said, my dad was doing the best he could for sure. But if I had to describe my and my dad's relationship, he was definitely more of a friend than a father. And so there was some qualities that I loved about that. You know, I loved having my dad as kind of like a best friend or all my friends would come over and hang out at my house, you know, and laugh and goof off and, you know, crack jokes with, with my dad. And so there was a part of that friendship that I really did admire. And I have honestly tried to duplicate or reflect now that I'm a father with my girls. But one of the things that I felt like was missing was the discipline, the um, him helping me stumble through life, you know, when I would wrestle with things as a high schooler or a middle schooler and didn't really know how or what to do, like he wasn't really there to guide or coach. Um, and so that was one of the things from a young age, I promised that I would be as a father, I would, I would become a coach, I would be, I guess, quote, unquote, invested in the nitty gritty of my daughter's lives. And so that's playing out too. I mean, my daughter's their birthday was actually one of them was a week ago and the other one is coming up in a couple of days, but my oldest is only three. And to this day, I am intentional about getting down on my knees in the nitty gritty whenever she's struggling with her emotions or when she's frustrated and upset about something, like really getting in and not running from the feelings or emotions that come along with obviously being a girl dad, but being any kind of dad. <laughs> well, you know, Gage, you mentioned a couple of things that are really important. And I think that, you know, there's a lot of fathers who can relate to trying to be a friend to their kids. You know, I think innately, all of us want our kids to be our friends. There's just that fine line between being a friend to your kids and being their father, right? And, you know, at the end of the day, discipline and guidance and direction. And there are some of those things in life where you have to fall on the side of the father. It may feel like it's hurting the relationship, but it's actually not, right? It's actually at the end of the day, you're building those building blocks where later in life, that friendship will come to bear because you were a father in those situations and not a friend. And I can relate to this, Gage. I mean, you know, in my own relationship with my own dad, um, that was very much the case. And there are certain things in my life where I made some I made some terrible mistakes. And I won't blame it on my father, but I'll say that I was at least guided down that path because of a friendship I had with my dad instead of where he was a, a father to me and provided the right guidance. And I think we talk about this concept of in Daddy Saturday, it's important not to be your kid's hero, instead to be their guide. And you know that goes back to that concept. So as you have these two young daughters, right, they're going to grow up and it's going to get a lot harder because you're going to, right now it's a little bit easier when they're younger, but as they get older, right, the conflicts and the challenges, they evolve. So when you think about your stage now as a young dad with two young girls, what do you think about that concept of, of being a hero versus a guide to your kids? I think it's very important. When you were talking, it, it kind of sparked this concept or this idea that I try to live by all the time. And it's trying to be the example for them, right? And so nothing that I say to my children, nothing I say to my daughters will be as effective than the way they watch me live my life, right? And so again, my oldest is only three years old, but to this day, we allow her, and obviously there's appropriate vulnerability, but we allow her to watch how my wife and I are walking through different life scenarios or life decisions, or you know, I even bring her in when daddy's had a bad day or mommy's had a bad day. And we help literally, like you said, guide her through how do we feel and process, but then move forward from 
the emotions that are happening or the situations or circumstances that we're facing. And so, yeah, I think for me personally, being a guide looks first off for living out the example that I'm trying to quote unquote preach to my daughters. And, you know, I heard this quote a while back. I can't recall who said it, but they said, people won't care what you say until they know that you care. I take that approach with my daughters. Like I want my daughters to know that one, I'm in their corner. One, I love them no matter what. But two, I'm going to be here to help guide them. And nothing they say or do will make me love them any more or any less. So there's nothing performance-based about my relationship with them. So that really opens the door up for me to help guide them through this life. So That's right. Gage, I'm so impressed. You're such a young dad, but you've got all these great building blocks in place and such great perspective on this and a handle on it. Yeah, I think the, the word that we use in Daddy Saturday is far more is caught than taught. That's a simple yeah. way to, to say what you're, what you're saying. And it is absolutely true. Like you can tell your kids something 100 times, but they watch you do it one time and that becomes paramount. As you think about being a girl dad, what, I guess, when you think about your role as a father and having two girls, what does that mean to you? How do you perceive that as being a girl dad versus being a dad to boys, right? What differences or what have you noticed so far to being a dad to two young girls? Man, I think there's a lot. Uh, right off the bat, I need to go ahead and preference that I was terrified to be a girl dad. But not because I was terrified to be a dad. It was just specifically a girl dad. And the reason why is because I felt like I could understand how boys thought or process things a little bit more than girls. And then on the flip side of that, I knew the kind of example that society was showing and culture was showing uh, girls, specifically in regards to relationships and what relationships look like. And so I knew that I was going to have to fight even harder to reflect what godly relationships was supposed to look like for my daughters. And so I was terrified right off the bat. But at the same time, that has fueled me and that has motivated me more than ever to, again, help guide them through life, to help um, be very intentional with how I care for them, how I love them, and then how also they watch me love their mother. And so, again, I'm a big believer that led by Christ, obviously, but my family will be counterculture in a lot of the things that we value and a lot of the ways we live our life. Because, you know, if we let culture shape what love looks like or what it means to be a godly woman, you know, if we let culture shape that, it's going to look completely different than what I believe God's called women to, to reflect, if that makes sense. So I don't know if I answered your question completely, but that's a good first swing at it. You hit it out of the park, Gage. I think that that's spot on. And my daughter, Hayden Olivia, just walked in and she's got some homework I got to help her uh, finish up on. And I'm telling her to be quiet in the background. And she's listening to you say that. And she's kind of nodding her head. So I think you got approval for more than just me on that one. She understands what it's like to have a girl dad. And it can be a challenge, right? And you are a pro wakeboarder. So you've got this professional athlete background. And, you know, I think as, as all dads, sometimes we're like, can we relate to our daughters? Can I relate to a girl? What does that look like? For me, it's been date nights, right? Doing daddy-daughter date nights and these one-on-one -on -one trips that Hayden and Olivia and I have done. Is there anything that you have found with your daughters, Gage, that's helped connect with them and to bridge that relationship, even at a young age, as a girl dad? Yeah, absolutely. I think right off the bat, we have to understand that every single child is wired differently, right? And so the way that one of my daughters receive love or feel cared for or feel pursued is going to look different than the way my other daughter does. And so right off the bat, we have to understand that, that the path that we take and the steps that we take to pursue or to love or to care for or to guide our children has to be unique to the way that they're wired and the way that they 
process certain things. Uh, but some practical things for my oldest daughter specifically is like she loves horses. And so I have a Jeep. And so we literally get in the Jeep, take the doors off, take the top off and we'll cruise and I'll get home from work. And as soon as I walk in the door, she's asking me at least two or three days a week, dad, can we go see the horses? Can we go see the horses? And it's real simple. It's a free date. You know, I literally put her in the car. We cruise. It actually is selfish for me because I enjoy riding in the Jeep with the top down too. So it benefits me just as much. And then we just go to this local park by our house where we pet the horses and feed the horses. So that's one of the things with with my oldest daughter. My, my youngest daughter, again, she's one years old. So she's a little younger, but already I can see the way that she's wired and she's a physical touch person. She's a cuddler. I mean, she's happy and content sitting on the back porch with me and just me holding her or laying on the ground and playing with her. So again, each daughter is unique, but I think the biggest thing for that is just how do we as dads prioritize and then become intentional about it you know because it's real easy for me to get home or for you to get home after a long long day of work maybe it was stressful maybe you've had a bad day etc and to just check out or to get on youtube or get on netflix or whatever and do things that will recharge us as dads or as men but how do we put our feelings aside and intentionally invest into our children. And that's one of the things I've admired so much about what you have done with this whole Daddy Saturday. I mean, this is something that you've basically drawn a line in the sand and said, hey, I'm not gonna let my work schedule or I'm not gonna let culture or I'm not gonna let society determine what I prioritize as a man. You know, you've drawn a line in the sand and you say, hey, this is the step that I'm taking. And every Saturday is dedicated to making memories and investing and guiding my children. And so I've done the same thing. Mine just looks a little different. Mine's not a whole day. It's, you know, two hours, a couple times a week. So Gage, you said so much in that. And, you know, I think that an important concept that I always have to reframe is that Daddy Saturday is just the name of the platform, right? It's because my kids named it that because that was my situation. So it worked for me because my wife worked every Saturday and I had the kids for the whole day, right? So we had to make it fun and engaging and intentional. But really, it's Daddy every day. It's looking at how do you be intentional and engaged every day of the week. And it may only be for 15 or 30 minutes at a night or an evening or in the morning. But you optimize the time you have. And by being intentional, it's exactly what you said. I think what's really great, Gage, about what you mentioned that a lot of dads miss, and I want to zero in on this, is that so often we get so caught up in just like being with our kids that we're either all in it, right? Or we're kind of there, but we're not there and not fully present. And I can tell by the way that you described your kids that you're present when you're with them, because you're noticing things about them and their personalities and their calling on life. That is so important. And, and I think for all dads listening, that is something that I would encourage you to do is when you're with your kids, just zoom out and just observe your kids. Look at the time that you have with your kids and make sure you're spending time just observing them. You will learn more about your kids just by watching them and how they interact with each other, how they interact with you, how they interact with their siblings, than any other thing that you can possibly do. And so that's a great way to also then be able to coach your kids and guide your kids is by learning more about them. Um, Gage, we're about to release a, a course, it's called Dad Boss. And as a part of that course, um, I'll make sure you get this and the audience will have access to it too. It's called The Four Lenses. And it's a very simple language, a very simple framework that you can use four different colors, four different simple descriptors to place somebody in their primary and secondary personality style. And then it's got it for child, adolescence, as well as adults. And then you can see where are you, what lens do you look through life with, and then how do your kids look at life, right? What lens do they use? And then how do you celebrate the differences and help them move towards some of the other lenses at times when they need to? 
So, man, I just can't commend you enough for the way that you're approaching fatherhood as a young father who's out there getting it done and being a leader in the space. So, Gage, thanks for coming on. Thanks for all you're doing. I'll ask you in closing, if there's one thing maybe we didn't get to or one thing you want to leave with the dads that are listening, uh, what would that be? I think for me personally, again, this goes back to probably my my childhood, things that I've learned from that. I, I think for me personally, my hope, my prayer um, specifically when it comes to parenting or dads, there's a, a difference between quantity time and quality time, right? And so my encouragement, my prayer, my hope as a parent is that I would really have quality time with my children. You know, I would be present with them. And it goes a long ways. I mean, and people pick up on that kind of thing. You know, have you ever been in a conversation with somebody uh, at a restaurant or at a coffee shop, they're glancing down at their phone? The entire time, you know, as a guy, as a man, you know, you feel like you don't have their full attention or they don't really care or they're not really into whatever you're saying. And the same is true um, with our kids. Our kids can sense and feel that. And so my encouragement, I hope my prayer would be for every dad that's listening to really nail down and focus on how can they contribute quality time with their kids. And another thing would be this. Don't be scared to ask your children. I have the privilege of working with high schoolers in my community. And I would say I am not relevant. <laughs> I would say that I am outdated on a lot of the things <laughs> that they try to navigate every single day. But what I can tell you is I can put down my pride and I can ask them to explain what TikTok is. I can ask them to explain what Snapchat is. I can ask them to explain these certain dance challenges and they will. And a lot of wins come from that. You know, One day they see that I'm actually interested in care about the things that they care about. But then two, it opens up the gate for them to really like put their heart out and for me to be able to connect and understand. And so I love that you're coming out with this course with talking about the different lenses and how to relate. Because I think, like you said, just by stepping back, observing, asking questions, we can learn so much about our kids that will help us become a better guide for them. Awesome, Gage. Well, thank you for the time. Thank you for coming on. I really appreciate who you are, the impact you're making in the community, in the world, and certainly the impact you've made on my life. Keep being a great girl, Dad. Give Kaylee our best. And until next time, we'll catch up soon. All you dads listening, as always, be intentional, be engaged, and make it a great Daddy Saturday. Thanks for listening to the Daddy Saturday podcast. Be sure to subscribe to join me and thousands of other fathers in the journey of raising good kids to become great adults. And be sure to check out daddysaturday.com for our latest resources, content, and epic ideas for how you can be a more intentional and engaged father. And we'll see you here on the next episode of the Daddy Saturday podcast. Thanks for listening.